Hey guys, this is DJ Horrors of Wise Guy Jukebox. What's going on guys? This is Archie from Bobo's Block. Hi, this is Domo Agogo with In The Know with Domo Agogo. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Astark of The Arcade. Hey, what's up? This is Joe Chaos of Bobo's Block. Hey, this is Sierra Barry. What is good? It's me, your friendly neighborhood nerd, the Bobo. And your favorite intern, Raven. And I'm here to welcome you all to Geek Street. Geek Street. Geek Street. Geek Street. Geek Street. Geek Street Radio. neighborhood nerd the babo and welcome back or welcome for the first time to babo's block oh my god so all right all right um i know i was not here last month but i told you guys i was gonna do a show from southern fried i totally got drunk so sorry um so <laughs> i am back and as promised well kind of yes and no um i i'm not alone I, I don't have the full crew here, but I have people. Yay, people. So um, I want to go ahead and first and foremost introduce my homie, my, my, my road dog, my ace boom coon, um, the, the other guy that's usually on this show, Mr. DJ Horse. Say what up to the people. Yeah, what's going on? It's good to be back. All right, all right. So this one, this next person special. This is special for me. It's kind of kind of big in my world because like this is my twitter sister from another mister and like she's so dope um you guys probably may have heard of her it's kind of kind of a big deal um she has as many like she does as many shows as i do she wow. is the host of the lemonade podcast she does um misty nights uninformed afro um you may have seen her um on Nerds, well heard her on nerds of prey um, you have heard her kind of a little bit of everywhere. She does let go, let flow. Um, I let her kind of get into all that stuff. But we do have from the Twitter, Miss um, Steph I Will or Stephanie Williams. Can you go ahead and say what up to the people? Um, hey, and what a hell of an intro. I mean, you wrote that better than I could have. I didn't write that. I was just freestyle because I love you. Well, I mean, well, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> need to do the BET Cypher next. No. <laughs> <Don't do that. laughs> Hey, 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 hey! Don't don't charge him up tonight, cause you will do it. <laughs> and I, if I have to like wake up one like morning and then someone you know hit messaging me talking about, bro, we need to talk. Your boy out here, you know. We're not we're not in 2015, did your horse? Don't do this. Don't embarrass me. This, this, this is my Twitter idol. <laughs> don't embarrass me in front of her. You want to talk about embarrassment? Okay. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> So, um, of course, y'all know DJ Horace, so he don't need to tell y'all nothing. Um, Stephanie, 
Um, tell the people a little bit about yourself and kind of what you, you do and why why you're so dope. Well, thank you for putting me on the spot. Well, um, <laughs> well, you know, I do, I guess, too many podcasts. So you've already told them I do the Lemonade Podcast, which is my baby, my first one. And that's usually just me sometimes ranting about what I'm reading as far as comics go and what's going on with TV shows and movies and I've been trying to cut down on the rants, but I mean, there's just always some going on. <laughs> so do that, and then I do um, Misty Nights Uninformed Afro with Jamie Bronnex from Black Girl Nerds, and that actually was birthed because I made the mistake of tweeting out something that dealt with black women, you know, mm-hmm. deserving something, which is uh, either a TV show or a movie, a superhero movie starring, you know, us, like the front, the forefront, the center. And I forgot to mention Catwoman, so I learned learned that day that Catwoman, Holly Berry, has a lot of stands. I didn't know that. So that's... Oh, yes, I have to... It's a... It's a story. Like, that tweet blew... The tweet blew up and like I had so many people in my mentions saying we forgot about Catwoman. It's Holly Berry not black to you and I'm just like, first off, Catwoman is not a superhero. Well, let's get that straight. Secondly, so what you gonna argue that Batman DC, not a superhero too? I mean I would. You Catwoman know how I feel about Bruce Batman. Man. Oh, all right, we not gonna get into that right now because that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll keep it. <laughs> won't be I won't be that person tonight but um you know like a lot of people were just really adamant about that somebody told me that so Shonda Rhimes is putting black people on TV I'm like but what the what does that have to do with our our, our sector but okay so it was it was a whole thing so that's kind of how that podcast came about and then uh let go let flow is a podcast I do with Liz the movie girl and we go through girlfriends episodes because it had been a while since I actually watched that show. I'm just like, is it as good as I remember it to be? Mm-hmm. Or am I just kind of going off of it? Yes, truthfully, two seasons <laughs> in, it is. So we haven't gotten to anything yet that just made me say, wow, what are y'all doing? So that's it. And then I'm on, usually on Twitter, you know. Going by women, Well, and <laughs> sometimes. No, and, you know, you, just, the, to the lead up to this episode, I've gotten so many random like messages of people sending me tweets that you've done and like and little stuff because I, I told nobody but it was just like the universe and everybody was like I'm going to send this to Bobo and I was like oh she's going to be on the show next week <laughs> <laughs> so, and I never yeah. do it like intentionally I'm just tweeting that's all I'm seriously that's me, all I'm doing you. that's weird yeah so it's weird because I'm just not I told you tweeting is dangerous it, it is very dangerous, and trust me, I am learning the full scope of that. As the follow, follower count goes up, the weirdness really, really increases. It's delicious. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's, that's my biggest fear, because I'm sitting here like, yo, I want like a, a bigger platform and like more people to see my stuff and my content or whatever, but then I'm like, do I really want all these people? No, you don't. <laughs> no, because like you, like you could be tweeting something like just really simple, like mm-hmm. I really love chicken noodle soup, and then somebody will sell into your mentions and like give you a whole dissertation about 
why they don't like chicken noodle soup, why you shouldn't, and why it's trash. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy okay. how much time people dedicate to walk in the spaces of people they don't know to tell them things that they did not care about. Um, it was weird because I, I went viral because this is kind of how me and you um, decided to do this show. I went viral on a random post because I was a little bit, I was, I, was, I was upset. And I did a post about <laughs> black nerd, uh, blurred men. And um, it went like, it went zero to a hundred. Like, I hate to, I hate to fucking quote him because he didn't know his horse knows <laughs> And, I, and I, as soon as I heard myself saying zero to a hundred, I was like, just yeah. get through it, please. Like, pretend you, like you're not gonna have this. Nope. Just go. Just it went it. like from zero to eighty or zero to sixty in like two point five seconds. Freaking believe, Jesus Christ. And um, it got like over like one point five like thousand like likes over like eight hundred shares. I was just like, yo, like I, I didn't really mean for this. So thank you, firstly. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read the post. Give me like. Because I, I dropped my phone, so <laughs> give me like. Now I'm curious as to how bad your mentions look because you were a man tweeting that. So, so here's the thing: we only had like two problematic people. Like the comments were amazing. The comments was like popping, but we only had like two trolls and like I, I'll give it to the same. Yeah, I dropped my phone, so I well, can't what, be as professional as. I said I dropped my phone, so I can't be as professional as I want to be because the professional right? just fell on the ground. I fell on the ground. My professionalism fell on the ground. Yes, my professionalism <laughs> fell on the ground. That's how it happened. Because like somebody literally just liked it today, so that's what I'm trying to look for. And it was weird because people are still liking it, and I'm like, yo, chill. <laughs> I don't need all this popularity, relax. Shut up. Because it was it was the thing I, I tweeted out and I tagged you in, um, Steph. Because it was literally like that, that long of a Facebook post. I think you know I remember seeing it too, and I was just like, oh, yikes! This conversation is like really ramping up. It was. It's been like it really really, really frequent on the timeline, like really frequent. Mm-hmm. And it's just. I guess we are going to talk about it, but like it, it is a problem, and I don't want to generalize all blurred men because that would yeah, be yeah, fair. Yeah, basically, yeah, and we're not trying right. to generalize all blurred men, but like, all right. So just to kind of let you guys know, today we're going to be talking about problematic blurred men. It happens. All of them, <laughs> and that means all of us are going to be included in that situation because I'm sure one of you guys are going to generalize it either way. Either way, this is true. Very true. If you're going to have a conversation about any form of generalization, everyone's going to generalize and put it all in the minute. So, black man, black nerd man, I'm sorry, but you guys are going to take a hit after this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I post way too much. I'm sorry, y'all. But I was trying to find it. <laughs> I would say I'm included, but I'm kind of retired, so it don't really Oh, apply. yeah, I haven't told you about that. Um, so, DJ Morris has retired from life. Um, so he sits about <laughs> and, and go out all day. Thank you for the PSA. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't inform her of that. I told her that we were going to be crazy, but like, I didn't tell her that she was retired as well. So if she doesn't know about that. That's why it's okay. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. we we try to recruit people into retirement as well, like especially when they be bugging. 
You'd be like, you know what, come, come here, let me tell you about the wonders, wonders of retirement. Like, I mean, honestly, I would be very interested in retiring as well. <laughs> you got another one. <laughs> got another one. DJ Horace. I'm, I'm hurting at this point. I try not to get involved. But people be all like, yo, I'm, what, what's the key to retirement? I'm like, bruh. <laughs> Literally cutting your phone off. Bruh. First of all, stop talking to people. That's no, no, don't tell him because like he, he, he's the 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 king of disappearing. So um, he lives in Queens, Hollis, Queens. What's so he was do? um we were just like <laughs> hearing about the incident in New York. So nobody like really stopped to think, oh, what part of New York? So everybody's just like, oh my God, where's Cliff? Oh my God, where's DJ Horace? Where is he? Blah 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 blah. And I'm like. Yo, like he's probably he's probably fine. He would have told us if he. And everybody's like, no, 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 no. Where is he? Like they're hitting me up because he's not answering. And then this fool wakes up from a nap, and he's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, everybody's been blowing me up trying to find you. Are you are you safe? What are you talking about?" <laughs> so he finally sees the news, and he's like, "I don't even go to that side of town if I don't have to." What? <laughs> I think it was like Manhattan or whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, something happened on Atlantic Avenue. No one lives there. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, yeah, so now, like, every time something happens in New York, I always put out a post like, Cliff is fine. Yeah, it was an actual post. <laughs> it was an actual, <laughs> like, the first time it happened, it was also like, oh, no, guys, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But now there was an actual post. Like, I woke up and I got tagged in it. It was like, Cliff is fine, do not drop it. And I'm like, yes. I concur. I, I don't even reply. I just push a like and I just get moving. <laughs> See, I want to be that incognito. <laughs> like, I, I even I haven't I didn't hear from Cliff. I didn't. I just knew he was fine because like it was like something that happened like down. Um, it wasn't even. It wasn't. It was um Bronx. It was some in the Bronx, and it was one of the trains. And I was like, Cliff ain't over there. I was like, Cliff is fine. He's not over there. You, you guys are good. Don't don't worry. That's fine. People are still be tripping now. Oh no. Yeah, I'm still looking for this post. It's way back there. <laughs> um, but yeah, but it was um, it was basically so the purpose of the post, so I can kind of like get get you ramped up. Um, is blurred men have like a weird expectation of their women. They have to be like really particular. About how they want them to look and and what they um and what they want them to like do, dress and say or whatever. But they never really want to do anything for the other end of the spectrum. So um, there was a post in one of these groups I was in. And he was just like, um, "Well, it tricked me at first. So what happened was the guy put up like amazing female, like black female cosplayers. I'm like, oh, this must be like a cosplay appreciation post. Let me go see what this is." And he goes, why are only black cosplayers only date um, Asian and white guys? And I'm like, yo, why Why did you ruin this? <laughs> why did you ruin this one thing for me? I just wanted to enjoy looking at oh, these cosplays. <laughs> so, I found your post. Huh? I found your post. Oh, gosh, you found it before me. Would you like to read it? Yes, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, no, it. you're good. You're good. Cause... So... Let's see. Get my reading voice together. Very <laughs> good. <laughs> so, it goes. Blurred, 
I'm sorry, black nerd men, colon, my girl gotta be fine as fuck, if you know what I mean, no dark skin girls, thick, but she can't be fat, between five fives or five eight, three fourths, wow, uh, long hair but no weave, face beat to the guys but no makeup because it's lying to me, 87 level wizard in D&D, now know every Marvel and DC comic book ever created on this side of the universe quiet but only talk to me love anime but not none of this new trash or no old anime I don't know because they don't because <laughs> they don't count <laughs> also black nerd men why don't any of these cosplay girls like me why do they always date white and Asian guys are black guys not good enough for them I'm a nice guy though and then you or me if you don't get your assy ass on that <laughs> Yeah, that that was that was the 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 post and like literally just like shout out because everybody was coming like it's so relatable. And I'm like I was just mad. <laughs> I was like I'm glad y'all related with my anger. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So similarly, similarly, um, I got as I told you, I kept getting in like little people kept sending me stuff just in the universe sending it my way. Um, Steph put out a tweet and this is when we discovered that um, that Barbie was rolling out new Ken dolls and everybody was rolling on these Kens. Jesus. So this was one of the African American versions of Ken. It goes, Steph puts um, black women don't like me because I'm different. I love anime, comics, and playing D&D. Black women don't appreciate me. (laughs) And it was just like the look that this doll was given. Because it, it looks like the guy that I knew when I was in junior high and mm-hmm. also high school. Mm-hmm. But that also wasn't always my same interaction. I had actually both sides. The nerd guys that, um, you know, I would try to talk to you about comics or Star Trek or whatever. And it would be like a quiz on oh, whether or not I was worthy enough of having a conversation with them. <laughs> yeah. And then there were also the guys that were pretty cool because I got... I have five brothers, so mm-hmm. you know that's that's what they that's kind of how I got ushered into this. So I mean, like I'm, I can talk geek speak as well. So those guys were cool. So I I saw both of it. Then I also saw um, like mother friends who were nerdy like me, you know, crush on some of these guys that were you know black nerds, and then they would not be interested in them and they would be mm-hmm. interested in the white girl that was at school or the Asian the one Asian girl that was at school. Oh yeah. And oh my god, she's so know, beautiful. Look at her. Yeah, so she's like, like a, she's my so I feel like <laughs> so I feel like this honestly this entire conversation as I've seen it unfold online because Twitter seems to put a magnifying glass on everything which is oh, yeah. sometimes really great but also sometimes kind of blurs it and makes it more binary than it actually is. Yeah. I so, um, but no, I, I when I tweeted that, I mean that's that is one half of my interaction, and there there is some truth behind it. Just like for those guys that say that, um, you know, I guess that come it comes from somewhere from their experiences in the past, and mm-hmm. I know it's real easy to say let that hurt go, but for some people, I mean, it's easier for them to hold on to it. So you get stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so the main thing, like, I always hear is just like, oh, well, when I'm at cons, they don't want to talk to me, and they don't want to take pictures, 
and stuff for me and, and just like they have a real standoffish attitude and my first response is like they don't know you and also, secondly cosplayers aren't obligated to take pictures like just cause you no. know and you smell like basement they normally do when you're at con like um, yes. if there's a constant reminder to, for people to wear deodorant there's something like I think they, you guys should kind of catch on to that like Please. For the people with proper basement maintenance, she don't mean y'all. I'm sorry. No, proper, because some of y'all got some really nice basements. That's what I'm saying. So for the people out here with some nice basements, she wasn't talking about you. No, not you. You know what we're talking about. We're talking about like old school 1980s ain't been open (laughs) since December basement. Like, come on, Goonies. Could have been a stand-in for that type basement, right? But like Pokemon Go Raiders coming to your house thinking that you're mother. So much shots tonight. So hey, mom, many. is the meatloaf done? Type basement. So. Um, bagel bites. I'm not gonna sit here and listen to y'all disrespect basement. I'm gonna say this. So I kind of like I'm enjoying this because normally. Steph on her show, uh, Misty Nights Before an Afro, is not the is not the bad influence. It's usually her co-host Jamie Bronax. Um, but tonight, she's the bad influence on me because I'm I'm just hyped to have her here. <laughs> See, I'm as long as you behave. <laughs> but and then another thing with some of these guys is that they're. I mean, their personalities are like cactuses. Yeah, yeah. Because I had, yeah, I had somebody. I was looking for um, it was Amazing Spider-Man Annual sixteen. That's Monica oh, Rambeau. Yeah, you were saying that on the other show, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm looking for this, and I finally found that the guy gave it to me for less than a sticker price. And you know, I'm walking around, and a guy sees me with it in my hand, and what did he say? Um. I don't remember what he said because I was partly trying to ignore him because like the way that he approached me was just kind of like what are we doing right now Yeah. so and I was just like I don't want to have this conversation with you because you just questioned me on why I even picked this comic up to begin with and Yo, then after I answered like, you I, I, right now like, you, you want to know, know like what nothing. I'm interested like, in but you over here <laughs> questioning my nerddom like hard because I don't get it like it's like if some of y'all would just kind of chill, like you would see, like there are black women that are very interested in you, but it's not yeah. your nerdum; it's your personality, and that goes for anybody. I mean, that goes for that goes for anybody. Period. If your personality yeah, yeah. is like you know less than desirable, then who's going to want to talk to you? Yeah, that, that's that's a big that's a big part about it because, like you say, if they're really prickly and they're always like ready to administer the test the, the yeah. quiz because like um, our, our gaming host OGG um, she worked at GameStop and literally mm-hmm. she works she works at GameStop but the the bull, the bullshit she had to put up with and the questions and oh do you really know what you're talking about mentality from people coming in there trying to buy games from her astronomical and it's always the same thing when it comes to any female and like a and I, I hate that the that they try to make being a nerd a boys space or like our boys club because honestly why are we trying to exclude people when we're the ones who are 
original, the original outcasts, like the ones who've always been excluded, were not the norm or whatever. Why are we sitting here like, no, you can't be, you can't be uh, like us. We're we're the cool uncool kids. <laughs> but that's I, usually I, how it goes. I, I think like my biggest uh, pet peeve. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No. I think my biggest pet peeve of that is two reasons. One, as one of those gamers who didn't really see a lot of women playing video games, you kind of make that assumption, like, or like that that dream where you say, "Oh, I wish you know there were more girls who play video games, so you can relate to that person as a straight man." Uh-huh. And you know, want you want to be able to incorporate other women who are also into your hobby as well, because to you, you're thinking that's kind of like the best kind of partner to ever get as a gamer another person who games. So I'm like, okay, so you go to a social sta- a social setting where you find the woman who play video games, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, instead of, you know, trying to get to know them or to know what kind of video games they like to see if they like the same kind of video games that I like, you know, to socially interact with these people, instead, they're like, I'm going to give you a quiz demeaning your understanding. You know, it's not even, like, gatekeeping. They're gatekeeping. Like, gate- they're, they're totally gatekeeping. If they were, it's, it's if they were uh, a, a fictional character, they would be literally the either smog, or they would be um, the gatekeeper from Oz. The reason why I'm not going to call it gatekeeping is because it's like you want them to know it, but at the same time, you want them to know it on your terms. So it's more like a dictatorship than it is uh, that of gatekeeping. Gatekeeping is like, oh, well, you know, we kind of don't want you in because, you know, you're not really there yet. But at the same time, you know, it's wishy-washy because it's like they're gatekeeping, but at the same time, they're not gatekeeping. You want the girls to know the games or play the games that you like, but you're so demeaning about it. It's like, oh, but you haven't played Ocarina of Time, so you're not a real Legend of Zelda fan. Like, instead of saying stuff like that, you know, you can be like, oh, have you played Ocarina of Time? It's, it was like one of the greatest ones. You should totally play it. Now, if you haven't played it, then this would be a good time to play it, especially if they haven't heard about it. So I'm like... Instead of telling them that and then having someone geek out of when they're actually playing it for the first time, because that's what you all like to do, is recommend people to, to do stuff that you like and then geek out about it. Instead of doing that, they're like, no, you're not cool. You don't you have to play mm-hmm. You're not a real like, nerd. That's, that's redundant, because then right after you do that, you're going to be like, oh, well, I wish there were girls who play video games. Like, what? It's crazy. It makes, like, no sense at all. Like, none. Yeah. The other day, somebody, like, people are watching Castlevania, which I actually still need to watch. I haven't watched that yet. But um, I saw some guy tweet out, like, oh, I, you know, I'm just surprised that people are surprised that Castlevania is good because Warren Ellis is writing it. And if you were familiar with Warren Ellis and his blah, 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 I'm just like, shut up. What are you doing? People <laughs> are watching women's, especially, I mean, they're watching... Castlevania. What you could be doing is just sliding into somebody's mentions and saying, oh, you, you know, start the conversation. Yes, huh? My, my, my thing is I always go back to that meme that I, uh, it's always that, like, somebody's, like, um, trying to talk with a bull. Actually, shh, let people enjoy things. Just let people enjoy yes. things. It's like, I, I mean, like, I... I'm excited for Black Panther, I really honestly am, but I just feel like social media is going to be a pure dumpster fire between oh, black folks. It's going to ruin it's that, that movie. Is, it's already started, which is why I'm like, I don't... This is why retirement is very important. Which is why retirement is very important. 
it is super important. When that movie comes out, yeah, I'm not gonna hear from me, boy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my dad CPR. We got room on that return. There's always room. There's always room. I think I might be there because I mean, honestly, I don't. I'm just not. We'll get you space right here to drive home. I'm sorry but at the same time I'm not you know like once you understand how the social human being acts at this point you just like you already expect it you can already call it like they're gonna call each other names or oh you're not black enough because you didn't go see it you're on time you're not woke you're not woke enough you're not woke you enough because you're seeing it you're not black enough because you're not seeing it you're not you're not, you're not black a real enough fan you think because you don't this know is a proper representation yeah basically it's all about representation like, someone said that already about the yeah. um they were like, oh, I can't believe Marvel's making a black movie with that it's in Africa and they're all using spears and bows. Like, right. that's so demeaning. Yeah, and yeah they were like, I'm next. Right. I'm like, everybody I'm else has spears. I'm like, did you watch Thor? Like, all the dudes had like, had like spears and bows. I forget that. I was like, did you not watch the part where the spaceship was leaving the that's island? That's what I'm saying, right? It's, just, right? it's a mix of culture. What are we talking about so, right now? And, thrusters like it wasn't like, like a paper plane right <laughs> it was literally like an advanced an advanced piece of technology um and, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, trailer, my bad was like oh this is El Dorado yeah a little bit city ago yeah but I wanna I'm gonna say something I, I, I messed up um, DJ Horace was there when I messed up cause I, I immediately went to the chat um I watched this gonna sound so bad I watched the white person review the Black Panther trailer why would you do that? And I, I was like, because they got me with the preview. <laughs> they got me the pre- preview. Was like, I was like, oh snap, this is gonna be dope. And then the white guy started talking. I was like, I'm not gonna prejudge. I'm not gonna be prejudiced. He may know his stuff. Went deeper into the video. He knew nothing. He knew nothing. And I was okay. so mad. So why mad. are you so mad? Like I don't understand. And See, he goes, wow, like, I can't believe. Like Wakanda looks amazing. Like. Never seen anything like this. Like it's like something out of Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's in Africa. That's weird. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna punch him. I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna punch him. <laughs> you gonna punch him for what? You gonna punch like, him for what? Do the research at least because that's do the research. Okay, let me say this on this show. Okay, black people, you need to stop doing this thing where you expect white people to know stuff. That is the reason why you're mad at them in the first place. Okay, you're mad at them because they don't know enough. You want them to know more, but then you get mad at them when they don't know enough. So I'm like, listen, they don't know. Just pretend they don't know. Just how Chinese people don't know. Just how Indian people don't know. Just how Hispanic people don't know. Nobody knows. Stop expecting people to know. And don't expect that people should care either. So if they decide to make that, you know, their thing, like they want to research it, they're interested in it, do your job and educate them. Not roughly educate them, like sit down, learn this, I'm going to beat the crap out of you, you stupid, ignorant bigot. Like, no, not like I'm that. I'm going to educate people. <laughs> I know you do. That's all you ever want to do. Just so angry. You want to call people at you, but you're an angry black person that no one wants to talk to you. Well, no, people love talking to me, so fuck People you. love talking to you until you got one homie, and, and that's, like, the reason why we don't like going to your classes. Like, when they be talking about, what was it, rate my professor, they be like, Bobo, nah, we're not trying to go to his class. He get mad. <laughs> I get, get mad validated. <laughs> we get there, we be like, oh, we don't know science. And you be like, oh, but you're scientists. You should know science. Like, we're not students <laughs> and stuff. Like, I'm walking <laughs> in my class not knowing science, and I'm teaching the science class. How you come to physics and you don't know physics? 
we're students. We're here to learn the physics. We haven't learned it yet. <laughs> I'm like, you should know it by now. You should know it by stepping in. You, you kind of have to teach us first before we know it. You can't just be all like, oh, you should know this already. Like, osmosis. <laughs> I, had to, I had a professor like that. He was so mad at us. Like Every time we came to lab, he was like, I don't understand how you guys don't know this. I'm like, uh, all right, so... I'm gonna get into that with him on this break. So we're gonna go ahead and kick it into a quick break because I've Bring he's it. got rolling and I ain't even like <laughs> um I'll I'll make I have an orgasm for you guys today. If I do, it'll be a surprise to both of us. So um yeah, I'll probably uh, what? Uh, <laughs> No, I know what I do. I know what I do. Um since we've all seen it, we'll do a we'll do a Spider Man homecoming orgasm. Um, together, because it's dope. Um, yeah, it'll be like the second orgasm I did with people, so it'll be it'll be good. Oh, yeah. So break. All right, so um, we'll be back, pay some bills, and you guys get back here on the block. All right. Thank you. Yo, this is Anthony Piper, aka Black Ant, and you are now tuning in to Bobo's Block. You can follow me. Uh, Follow on Facebook.com, Anthony M. Piper, or you can hit up my professional website, www.anthonypiper.com. Hey, this is Sierra Berry. Make sure to tune in to the Arcade with me, where we'll talk about all things in the gaming industry. Don't forget to check out our webpage at thearcadeorn.wordpress.com. See you there. All right, and thank you guys for sticking around here, and welcome back to the block. Um, of course, again, as I, as you know, it's me, your friendly neighborhood nerd, the Babo. Um, we have DJ Horace and the incomparable, illustrious Steph I Will um, from... From everywhere, honestly, God, uh, you guys, y'all heard, y'all heard the first segment when she was from. So, um, yeah, we're in here talking about problematic blurred men, and um, we're also going to get onto another little subject um, a little bit later on. Uh, but right now, I'm, I, yeah, we're going to go ahead and kick it into this nerdgasm. So before um, you do that, before you do that, what right? do you mean before I do that, I got a question. What? Stephanie, I got a question. Oh. Uh oh. Since we know where you stay at, we gotta know where your grandma stay at. Really? So where your grandma stay? <laughs> so dope. I feel like I shouldn't know this. What is it, riddle? But it was late. <laughs> so I was literally, literally about to give you her address because please <laughs> don't. He'll go visit her and bring her and bring her again. I need more people to know this reference. I need more people. To, you all sang the song, all right? If I say, "Oh if wait," I, string, um, I hear yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. say, "Where your grandma stayed?" People look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, I, you know what? And, and Mighty Mouse Kendrick Lamar popped up in my head <laughs> when you said that. But just, wait, 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 wait! Did you say Mighty Mouse? Yes, Mighty Mouse. I'm so done. I'm done. I still need somebody to Photoshop his hand. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna do it. I do Please. nothing at work but like photo editing. So Please do that. <laughs> I need it. I need that in my life. Very like right now. Right now. 
<laughs> I love Kendrick, but yeah, not the most. <laughs> if Twitter and Twitter and po- well, podcasts in general have ruined a couple artists for me. You just ruined Kendrick with Mighty Mouse, but um, the Friend Zone and the Reed have ruined Sampha for me because <laughs> they were like, "Y'all, listen to him. He sound like he got a hot pocket in his mouth." I was. <laughs> God. I was like, oh, I can't listen oh to his music God. no more. I'm, I'm on the ground. <laughs> and now when I listen to Sampa and like I'm, you know, getting ready to slide into a depression listening to him, I just think of that hot pocket and I just laugh. <laughs> just laugh. That's terrible. Thank you, hey, it'd be deep. It'd be deep. deep music if you over here cracking up. That's yeah, terrible. like it's deep. Like emotional music, and like you're just like he put his heart into it. But as soon as I said he sounded like a hot pocket in his mouth, I just had to stop listening. I had the whole yeah, album. I literally downloaded like, his whole album. You yeah, have ruined Sampa for the whole world. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, so much. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. So about that, um, that orgasm. All right, so. Um, we are in the year, well, we are in July, the year 2017, Anno Um, and we had the release of a most wondrous, wondrous film. Um, one that we were kind of all waiting on, um, well, most of us. And we all three, all three of us saw it, so, um. Oh, damn, I thought you was talking about Wonder Woman. Never mind. I'm so done with you. Never mind. Who ain't no Um, all the feminists, all the women who wanted some representation. Do you want well, me to keep going? I was waiting on Wonder Woman. I was, I was legit waiting on Wonder Woman. Um, I think I did not talk about Wonder Woman in the last show. I, I talked about she wasn't referenced by how her marketing campaign sucked, but it was yeah, gonna be a dark movie. About that. I don't think we well, talked well, about that. Gotta get to an orgasm. So do you? So, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce it as the movie introduces itself. Sony um, and Columbia Pictures and this little company called Marvel. I don't know if you guys heard of them, but Sony put out a movie um, in its in its ever expanding collection of Sony Spider-Man, Sony Homecoming. So- I thought you were gonna say not Miles Morales Homecoming. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, we'll get into that in a second. But um, yeah, can't be having that conversation too early. But that's um, like if, a you whole show. if you guys didn't, if you guys didn't see it, um, careful because we don't. I don't know. I don't know how you are about spoilers, stuff, But it's DJ Horse. I've gotten to a point here. where I'm. Just, it's 2017. You're gonna stumble upon a, a spoiler. It's right, just, it's cool. just, it's what it is. That's terrible. The fact that we are actually uh, accepting this is why I hate the internet. This is why. This is why. <laughs> I'm not going to give too much away, but like, this, this I'm going to talk about some major stuff in here. Are we, it came out like two days ago. Y'all stuff. like, oh, let's just talk about the movie. Like, you know, whatever. Like, you don't give people a week no more or a month no more. They already no had, the, when you the embargo was lifted on the on the third. On Star Wars? Like, that was it. Yeah, after that, the embargo was lifted on like the 28th or something. Like, it was like a week before the movie came out. The embargo was lifted. I was like, oh, cool. Y'all gave us that? We, we in there. Because they did secret screenings everywhere. 
It was great. It was like no one's gonna spoil this for nobody because we all. But they should have let the embargo go after the movie was premiered that, instead of. That's not the thing, though. We should just be doing that for every movie. We shouldn't spoil it with the memes. We shouldn't spoil it by talking it like in public posting just without any spoiler warnings. People be doing it in less than forty-eight hours. Like I can understand if you give it like maybe a week or two. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. By then, the general populace. We did good with we did good with Rogue One. We did good with. Um, we did good with Rogue One, but it's like. Come on, y'all! Y'all been tripping. Y'all just been tripping. The moment y'all watch the movie, son, that first weekend, I promise you, by Sunday, son, they already tell you the entire movie, the plot. Alright, so here's why he's so heated because DJ Horrors normally don't be having time to go by the movie theater and like spend his four hundred dollars because he in New York for a ticket and <laughs> and um he be just minding his own business, scrolling through his Facebook, and then boom. So he just be going off. <laughs> now, see, spoilers on on social media that I don't like, but yeah. on the podcast, I'm like, well, you could definitely just press, you could just stop, like you don't have to. Yeah, like, you can. Yeah, um, it, but, I, I, yeah, yeah. Normally, I mean, like, this is the part where the warning, which is like you know, spoiler. Yeah, warning. yeah, yeah. yeah. But but normally, this is the part where people say, "I'll put the timestamp in where you can skip forward." To. I'm not gonna remember that, y'all. <laughs> right, just <Same>. say spoiler. <laughs> just just fast forward to you don't hear us talk no more about Spider Man. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. Um, the non-professionalism kicks in once again. <laughs> I did have a good Spider-Man homecoming joke that I've been holding on to. It's in my drafts. Oh, it's in your drafts? Oh, I, yeah, can't in my drafts. I can't wait. I can't wait. So, again, back to what oh, we were saying. Uh, we, we, we all three saw Spider-Man homecoming. And I, was, I actually enjoyed it. Um, even though Sony's trying to put their stamp on it and say it's theirs, this band is finally home at Marvel. He's finally home, and I enjoy that he's home. Um, the movie itself, as a whole, um, DJ Owens giving it a nine out of ten. I've given, it, I'm gonna give it like a, a solid like nine point five out of ten. Like there's a couple places where it does fall short, but like the third act makes up for everything. <laughs> like the third act for me makes up for everything. Um, there was still some fault, like there was still some shortcomings in the third act, but like that whole the the way they wrote it was amazing. Um, so let's go ahead and kick it off. So um, give me like y'all overall opinion of like or the feel of the movie for y'all. Um, I stayed awake. I paid attention the whole Probably. time. So <laughs> that's a damn shame. I- Get out. <laughs> Get out. That's it. We don't care about your opinion no more. Get out. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you start off your opinion? I stayed away. Like, but that's no. a milestone, though. Like, for... <laughs> don't if, if you have this problem watching movies, don't we need to stop watching movies. No, 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 no. For everybody else like... listening to this, if you have that problem, you need to stop watching movies. Stop watching TV shows. Stop watching movies. Y'all are disrespectful. I can't. I'm down. All right, these no. people are not gonna do all this work for y'all not to. You pay the money. Go watch the whole they thing. Let, let Look, in, my, say, DJ in my defense, in my defense, I am a parent now, so sometimes you just you don't realize you're sleeping until it's quiet. And by quiet, <laughs> that that movie is background noise. But no, what I mean by stay awake, like you know, for past Marvel movies, there's been lulls that have literally lulled me to sleep, or oh, at least yeah. nodded off, and I. And it didn't have that, so I'm like, I was like, okay, great, because we also I also went to see it like at 
10 that night, which is rare for me. I'm mad that girl. Yeah. So that was another that. thing. <laughs> but no, it. My, I stayed away. I mean, like, it, it flowed. The pacing, I thought, was thought it was really good, especially for Marvel, because sometimes they botch that up. But um, I liked the inclusiveness and representation that was there. I didn't feel like they were kept winking at us and letting us know, like, Hey, look at us. We're being, you know, this diverse. Is a reference. <laughs> Watch, wink, wink. So I, I did like that, and it just felt natural. Even um, we were talking before we started rolling, but with Flash, like even that, even with the change of him being now um, Middle Eastern, like that was it fit. Like it was fine. Like it didn't yeah. feel forced. It didn't feel weird, and it, it made sense. And even with um, Laura Harrier and um, Zendaya there, like that was cool. Like that just. I was happy to see them on screen. I also didn't feel like they had like scraps. Like I felt like they were there and they just were actual part. characters. That yeah, like the real characters. Yeah. This was like so a overall, really good, good showing for for how you modernize a, a comic or modernize like a um, a story for this day and age because yeah. nobody in Peter Parker in the comics or high school would look the way they did today and then. Okay, that's fair. I'll give that. And the third act, um, definitely better than the third act of Wonder Woman, which only reason why I'm saying that because I recently saw that. So just comparing those two was starkly different. And and um, because you know Marvel has the whole thing with their villains, so I I don't know. I don't know how I feel just yet, but I didn't think it was the worst. Okay. So here's, here's what I'll say, because um, you made a good comparison. So the third act of um, of Wonder Woman compared to the third act of Spider-Man, um, because I think with the third act of Wonder Woman, they just ran out of, they ran out of steam, because they ran out of money for, for the shoot, like the yeah. budget, <laughs> and they also ran out of just like steam for the writers to like think of some great way to tie this all in together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that how that works. Huh? That how that works. Writers yeah. just don't have enough money to be creative no more. No, 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 no. I'm saying like they just ran out of steam as the writing. Yeah, like, yeah. They probably uh-huh. been writing this for like ever, forever. Mm-hmm. Just trying to make sure. And, it's then, right. and the money but, just like, ran out too, so they couldn't do it no more. Just, <laughs> yeah, they were just uh. Because um, like you can tell the shot difference between the CGI and Thermoscara between the CGI and the third act, like. I can literally see that she was like standing in front of a green screen in the third act. But I digress. That disrespect, boy. We just mad disrespectful tonight. Just mad disrespectful. It was just like a green screen and a fan on her. And I was like, you do that, Diana Prince. Like when she jumped and she floated away at the end. Stop it. I cackled loudly um, in the theater and like four white women turned back and looked at me and I was like, you know what? I don't care about this type of deal. Um, but yeah, so, so, so for, let's just take writing stance. The third act for Spider-Man, like, that was just, like, I literally texted him. Uh, I texted DJ Horse. I was like, yo, this third act is so good and I haven't even, like, it had just begun. Like, I was so hyped. When that twist finally came in, because I, I thought about it all, like now they wouldn't do that that obvious. 
It wasn't I didn't obvious, see it coming. I didn't see it coming at all. He opened the door. I was like, oh. Because, like, oh, the way they did it. Because I was just sick. like. Because I was like, yo, like, this was weird. Because, like, he, you never really. She said she, like, she thought about her parents and stuff. But, like, you thought, like, typical high school movie. You never go see their parents. And I was like, it's got to be a way. Because, like, he don't have his suit no more. But it's got to be a way that he's going to finish this. And I was like, it's going to be something. But then when he opened that door. And he was just like, Peter just fucking stood like stone. My man was shook the entire night. He was and then when, when fucking Vulture started putting two and two together. <laughs> all right, first of all, Liz, that shit got mad shut, quiet in the car. Uh, Liz, shut the. Oh my god! I she was like, "Oh look at this! Like, oh cute!" Nigga, I'm about to die. That was like twice in the movie where I'm, I just wanted to punch the supporting characters. First of all, Ned almost got decked when he was like, oh yeah, Peter knows Spider-Man. <laughs> Yo! I was so what mad at Ned for that chunk. I screamed in my theater. I was like, yo, Ned, shut the fuck up! <laughs> I was never so heated watching the theater, like watching the movie scene happened and like a supporting role did something that I knew was gonna jack up the entire the entire <laughs> and the Jesus. funny thing is like he was telling him to shut up all, all the way up until that point god it was <laughs> like, like stop talking about it he just like stop talking about it oh yeah but you know man, uh, I mean he made up for it in the, at the end of the movie but I still kind of want to like run him over with a, like a go-kart or something I don't know so um since we're talking about it, let's go ahead and talk about the supporting characters. Um, let's go ahead and start with Genki. I'm sorry, Ned. Um, shots. Average shots. I'm shots. okay with these shots. Yeah. I'm okay with these shots, though. These are, these are fine shots. These, yeah, so let's start sense. with Ned. Um, how did you guys like him? Like, do you feel like we're, we're going to see him a lot more in the next movie? Or, like, what, what do you feel? That's Gank, boy. That's Gank. That's it's, gang, it's, it's Genki all the way. But it's Gank. We still got still to call him Ned. For some reason. I call him that. Nah, that's gang. <laughs> With them Legos, boy. You gang. Get out of here. <laughs> Pulled out the Legos. The I was chair. like, y'all, you're just robbing my man, boy, right? Now. <laughs> this I'm is doing that because as, as per home. usual, as per usual, as my new slogan, my new underground retired slogan that most people are not going to hear because they're not around me and stuff. Mm-hmm. Marvel don't care about Miles Morales. That's it. Right. So they were like, you know what? We're it's, not going to call him gang because we don't Marvel does you know? not care about Miles Morales. They don't. Who gonna be a Mike Myers? Sony. Don't 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 ask Sony. Sony don't know either. Oh man, but yeah, but um yeah. So Genki, um, I really love this. He's very endearing. Um, he was just that good best friend. And um, we talked about Flash. Like, say, I I enjoy Flash. Flash was dope. Can't wait for for him to get the Venom suit. I don't think they're gonna give him the Venom suit. They're not. They're, they're not. not. He's too young. They're so, That's like 20 um, years. If, if you guys don't know what we're kind of referencing. So, um, Marvel has introduced Flash Thompson. Of course, he's a um, Middle Eastern young man who goes to Peter's school, and he is the douchey of the doucheous. Um, he's, he's literally like that rich kid that you know that gets on your nerves, flaunting his money. He, he, he's a DJ. I don't know. Um... And he calls him Penis Parker. Throughout the most of the movie. I thought that was inventive as fuck. Because I was like, the only reason why they didn't say that, because they knew we were kidding, they were like, 
can't just make blatant penis jokes. <laughs> so yeah, now that, 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 that this, this generation is a lot more vulgar, I'm so happy he's penis Parker. <laughs> he had the whole crowd doing that shit too. And they go, what about this penis? You say Parker. It was it was puny Parker before, so yeah, it's it kind of like, Parker, but it's penis Parker yeah, now. <laughs> it's penis Parker now, so it's kind of a step up because it's more funny. Like the writing is good. The writing is good. I like yeah, that. yeah. So um, all right. So other supporting characters, Liz. I I literally was trying to pinpoint who she would be within the in the world because we did have a Liz, didn't we? We always have a Liz. Like I said on my post, I don't know if you read it. There was only one time where Liz Allen was the love interest of Peter Parker, which was in the Spectacular Spider-Man animation show. That, and, yeah, because she was always just the best yeah, friend. Right. She was always just the best friend. Yeah, um, so other than that, she was usually just one of the friends I was part of the clique. You know, usually good friends with Mary Jane. Yeah, yeah. So. Or, or Michelle. Michelle, for some reason. Um, yeah. <laughs> So Marvel did Mar- they copped out on that one. So Zendaya's character is MJ, but her name is Michelle. We don't know what the J is. Um, Jenkins. Jenkins, don't do that. If you cop on, if it, if it's a cop on this Jenkins, I'm done. I'm so done. I'm so done. You laughing like it's a joke. Like, I'm never watching the sequel, son. If I watch the sequel, they're like, oh, oh, my middle name is Jenkins. So that's why people call me MJ. Literally, I'm walking out. I'm just walking out. <laughs> Popcorn and everything. Just give her the blackest name that we can find, y'all. I'm walking out. Like, I don't be asking for diversity. I don't, I'm not one of those people. I'm not like, y'all need more yeah, but, but her character was the best grounding character. And I see where they're going to go with her. Because if she's MJ, she's going to blossom into, like, the dopest-looking person in that entire school their senior year. Um, because this is sophomore year. Next movie is going to be junior year. And the movie after that is going to be senior year. That's that's what Marvel and Sony have already said. Oh, that's trilogy. what they have said. Okay. Yeah. They said mm-hmm. next year, the next movie, the next Spider-Man movie is going to be junior year. And he's going to be coming back from Infinity War. Which is going to be weird. Like, alright, so I love that they're trying to stick on time. The pacing was amazing for this movie. But I still can't believe that shit all happened in two weeks. (laughs) Right, that's crazy. That was all two weeks of his life. You act like you ain't never read comic books before, boy. I know, but like... (laughs) But still, just seeing it translated on the screen is kind of like that. That kind of doesn't make any sense. But whatever, we're with it. Full month and a half. <laughs> They're like, then she goes something. She's like, oh, the decathlon was only last week. What, my nigga? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people be chilling. <laughs> Y'all be bugging out, boy. <laughs> yeah, so um, that that was dope. Um, so a good, another great supporting character was Karen. We we talked about that earlier or whatever. It's because like, we were talking about... Because I, I don't know. I felt a little bit weird about the AI, but the way that you explained it is dope. So you want to kind of tell people what you said, DJ Horace? Well, we were discussing uh, the relevancy of Karen's character yeah, yeah, yeah. as the suit's AI. Yeah. Uh, I stated that, with, which was one of the one things why I automatically told everybody, I was like, hey, listen, don't even talk to me about this whole who's the better Peter Parker... Tom Holland automatically got the, the A1 status. Don't talk to me. He already won. He does. Uh, uh, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. 
to them, like, don't don't have this conversation with me. And then they're like, oh, what you think about Homecoming before it comes out? It's already A1 sauce, all right? Put it on your steak. I'm not, we're not going to have this conversation, <laughs> all right? And the reason why I said this was because I said the one thing that you have to always remember is that when Spider-Man was first Spider-Man, he was a teenager. So he wasn't really too sure about how he was going to be a superhero. And this yeah. is back in a time where, like, we didn't have, like, 100 superheroes running around New York City. So... You know, him being a superhero in Queens, you know, and also most of Manhattan, Midtown, most likely, you know, it was a big deal for him because he didn't have any mentors. It wasn't like, oh, I could just go to Captain America and he'll teach me how to be Spider-Man. Like, no, mm-hmm. he didn't have that, nor did he have Tony Stark either. So he just kind of fumbled through it as he kind of learned to be himself and to be the best Spider-Man he could be, which is why he makes all of those uh, jokes. He makes a lot of references because he's nervous. So his nervousness is what makes him make those jokes. To pretty much try to calm him down It just became a staple for his character Which is why even as an adult in the comic books He still makes those jokes So when they introduced Karen into the suit It just showed how amateurish he is As a superhero And now he has like an assistant, a public assistant That's there working with him to showcase How new he is to being a superhero So he's even fumbling through his own functions In the suit And you can see how terribly so he's fumbling through it Like he's unlocking the uh the he training turned off the training uh, wheels protocol. He turns it off without actually inspecting to see what was on the training yeah, wheels protocol. Yeah, and Cam was like, congratulations on finishing your protocol. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't expect it. Everything is unexpected for him. He has no idea what he's doing. So it's like, it just showcases that. And with Karen there, it just proves that, you know, his, he's so amateurish that he needs, he still needs help. Yeah. Essentially. So I thought that was perfect because I'm like, you know, this this Karen person, first of all, already has a personality. So you have a good AI personality that's there to help you out. Yeah, she wasn't Jarvis, but like, she was dope as hell. Yeah, she, it's a very friendly, very open, you know, very straight to the point, very blunt character. So uh-huh. when you have that tie, you know, tally next to someone who's nervous, who's anxious, you know, who's confused, who's just just pretty much winging it. it it's perfect. Yeah, because like my favorite interactions or whatever was was the Washington Monument scene, and he was like, "Karen, it's not breaking." She was like, "Well, it is four inch ballistic glass, so <laughs> matter of factly too." <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> like, uh, you're gonna need a little bit more momentum. Um, <laughs> That's not on me. Like, you should know better. You're 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 like a sweat yeah. Kid. Like, she was like yeah. so cool about you. Like, um, yeah, yeah. This feels like this is the highest. You're like, why are you hesitating? It's the highest up I've ever been. Oh yeah, you didn't repack your parachute, so if you fall, it might be deadly. Um, yeah, you're gonna die. No, just <laughs> you're gonna die. You're gonna die. No problem. No, I'm sure you you're, you're used to this. It's not your first time, right? Yeah, and it was just so funny. Um, she had like she had some really good. Uh, whoever the character, or whoever voiced the character, she's really good. Um, and they have some really good interactions between her and Peter, like, especially her giving him, like, the refresher course on all of his web shooters and the combinations he can do and all the other stuff or whatever, and encouraging him, and it showed his ability to kind of think on his feet, because when he had to do, like, the, the, the fairy scene, or the fairy, like, the, the iconic, like, uh, he was just like, yo, Karen, pinpoint all the strong areas on the ship. And then she was like, okay, cool, got you. And then um, then he got done. She was like, good job, Peter. You were 98% successful. He was like, 98%? And just fell apart after that. Like, right? That 2% jacks you up, kid. I was like, yo, this is bogus. 98% is still a passing grade. This <laughs> should not fall apart like that. Sick of y'all, man. Y'all stay be lying to me and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
Karen was dope. So, um, what about you guys? How did y'all feel about having Happy back? Um, he was welcome. Okay, okay. I, I, I missed him. I'm going to be honest with you. I yeah. like Happy. Because Happy, I'm always happy in fucking situations. Like, I so want to be the superhero, but nine times out of ten, I'll probably be happy. It's a, it's a, um, I always like Happy because it's a, it's a role that needs to be played. Yeah, it's that grounding role. Yeah, and people don't really give enough respect for those background characters. You know, so when you talk about people like um, Ben Urick, you know, uh-huh. like, grounded character, newspaper article writer, you know, like this. Oh, ben. Yeah, oh, don't, don't do that. I just, I miss them. That's all. That's all. Don't do that. It's like you are making making me sad now. Like why'd you do that? You jacked it up all of us now. Thank you. I'm so sorry. No, you're not. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So, um, who else? Who else? Um, I mean, oh, my favorite supporting character was the gym teacher, just because it was Hannibal Burris. Yeah, yeah, Hannibal Burris. That was great. <laughs> he was hilarious. <laughs> And he's um, like, I'm gonna show you this video. That even though he's kind of like a war criminal right now, but it's whatever. He's still gonna do this, <laughs> right? And I love that it made him do detention. He was just like Peter ran out. Hey, where you going? Come back. Because <laughs> <laughs> he would be like me as a teacher. Yeah, you just don't care about the kids. <laughs> Your first Most job until you go care about the kids and we're like nah not really <laughs> nah yeah. what did y'all think of um May? oh god yes so Lord. May, yes they gave, they gave now that's the only wink they gave to us though Steph I'll say that cause everywhere she got special treatment she got free food everybody was doing, being so nice to her they knew they, they knew that was the only wink that they gave to us. Like, yeah, 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 Aunt Bay. Aunt Bay, y'all. She is fine, though. Like, come on. <laughs> and I was, my mom was upset. It came over free sticky rice. We didn't order that in the house. Who, she who is just wants sticky rice? I, I'm, I'm not even done with my regular, like, I'm not even done with my regular rice. Can, <laughs> can I, can I just finish my regular you, order you, sticky rice? <laughs> Nah, just have that little bit. Just knowing that you had extra sticky rice is good enough for me. That's supposed, to make, you, that's supposed to make you go home with you? No, but if she decided to be like, oh, I got the sticky rice hookup at this spot, she gonna come back, homie. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah, because like, even though I'm at the bodega, the bodega, um, yeah. they were like, yeah, that really hot Italian wife, that hot Italian aunt, or whatever. I showed you. Um, somebody said they love how Peter... Well, it was an article I saw. They already think pieces out on this on this episode, on this movie already. So, of course, um, they were like they they didn't shove diversity in our face, but they did try and find a way to put diversity in the forefront. How Peter was speaking Spanish fluently and like showing that there are more than just white kids at this this school, or it's like a good diverse group. Whoever came of up people. with that, that's a stupid idea. Because I'm like, first of all, if you I don't know about every other school system, but I live here in New York City, okay? And I can tell you, they've been pitching, you know, Spanish as a language for us to learn since the third grade. Yeah. So, some of us, for some odd reason, just don't seem to care about learning another language. But you got kind of got no real excuse for not knowing another language after, like, doing it from third grade to, like, 11th grade. Like, bro, that's like nine years of learning Spanish, and you still don't know how to speak it? Like, you gotta be something wrong. <laughs> 
But that's why I felt normal. Because that's that's today. Yeah, basically. It really is. And that's um and that's is needed because some people have been like, Oh well, it's just too much and then but like honestly like you have to push this stuff into the today's actual climate instead of making this weird little bubble that that's there to make make white people comfortable. Like it's really it really has to get beyond that. Um white people are always comfortable. Huh? White people are always comfortable. No they're not. Not when not they run the world. They will people. <laughs> I just they're imagine wrong. you putting your fist up. <laughs> don't Economic don't anxiety. Don't <laughs> um so Oh man. Alright, we've talked about supporting characters. Let's go ahead and get into the villains. Um, I'm going to start off by saying, first and foremost, whoa, bro, slow it down. That suit is lit. Which okay? one? That, that suit was amazing. That vulture suit? Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Jesus. Like, especially the fucking high altitude one. Let me tell you something. scary. Can I say that? That's vulture what, that is not... The Vulture is not a scary character, all right? No, he's just an old dude. Well making it just, like, Jesus he's just an Christ. old, bitter dude that decides to wear a Vulture suit to just pick on people. That's really all it is. He's that typical, oh, get out of my way, Spider-Man. I must, I must beat these people because they yeah, stole money from me. He was me. laying low for eight years. Ah, like, you know, this really, this really bitter old man is just keeps coming back every time he gets beat up. So, like, when I see the Vulture, like, the moment I saw that suit in the trailer, I was like, yo, this Vulture is not playing. He's not At here all. for the jokes. He's like, listen, if I'm here to do me, you gotta do you. But if you doing you means you gotta stop me from doing me, I'm gonna kill everybody. Simple as that. Okay. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm all a little right, worried, so okay. Here's what I'm gonna put out here. It's a villain that people didn't realize, or didn't know, um, well, you might probably know him or whatever, like, but, like, it's a villain that people didn't, probably won't pick up on. So, Dot was in this movie. Or, I think his name was, like, Spot or whatever. Yeah, Spot. The Spot was in this movie. You remember when, um, the guy who makes all the weapons started using the, the portals or whatever? Yeah. He's gonna be Spot. I'm calling it. Something's I mean, gonna happen. Good... He's gonna get tra- he's gonna get trapped within one of the portals, and it's gonna merge into him, or he's gonna be able to create portals the way he wants to. Or he could just die like a shocker. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and get on that. Ooh, so, for like the longest I thought was Tom. I know it wasn't him, but at the same, Logan and Tom um, Hardy look the same. They do. They do. Um, I was watching a uh, tangent. I was watching a new. Um, it was a Netflix show. It was about Medici. Um, I think it was. I think it's called Medici. Um, but yeah, it's it's about Medici and the Medici people in in Italy and stuff like that. But I swore for five episodes, I thought this guy was Hugh Jackman, but it wasn't. It was some some new actor. I was like, yo, they don't cast him for Wolverine right now. <laughs> but yeah, back off tangent. So um, shocker. Let's go ahead and start talking about it. So, there are these. All right. So, if we are we going to go preference the whole whole thing, or are we going? To, are we just going to talk about Chaka right now? Because we got to talk about him once we talk about Chaka. Next conversation. Huh? 
Next conversation. I don't want to talk about it. Next conversation. All right. So we get two shoppers in this movie. Cause fuck. And we still talking about it. Huh? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get two shoppers. So I don't we get the first shocker who was the actual shocker, and he had like the fucking um, yellow and brown jacket with the stripes. Cause I peeped the fucking stripes as soon as they said his name. Um, you see, you see him still talking about it, right? You see, I know, I know. It hurt my heart. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to talk about it. Because I was in there like the little kid, there was a kid sitting next to me or whatever. And he didn't, he didn't know all the Spider-Man villains. So he was like asking me questions or whatever, back and forth. And then, um, and he saw me freak out when he was like, you're going around calling yourself the Shocker. I was like, yo, the Shocker. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like oh, stop, he does have on the jacket. And then they killed him. And I was like, no. <laughs> That kid saw me go through like every emotion in the book. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I've been, I've been asking for it for five movies. No, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, so I'm, I'm almost done. So then after we kill the first shocker, Vulture hands it over to his partner. He's like, hey, you're the, new, you're the shocker now. And I was like, okay, we still got a shocker. I'm good. <laughs> so he's, he's still out there, though. That's one thing that Marvel is doing with this movie, the villains aren't finite. The villains are still there. No. Um, so we still have Spider-Man villains. But that I think that comes in with the Sony thing because oh, yeah. Sony start want to do Sinister Six and they want to focus on villains and stuff like it's, it's mm-hmm. gonna be we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. watch 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 uh watch Marvel give us Kane the Conqueror and then kill him in the same movie they do. Oh they will. <laughs> of I, I feel like if they ever try and bring back Captain America, or if they do, if they do, knock on wood, Bucky is Captain America. They're going to do Kane and Conquer, and we're going to kill him. Um, Sony, I hope you listen to this podcast because you probably are. I want you to do me a favor after you're done doing that crappy Venom movie because it's going to be crappy. Yeah. Um, once you're doing, but when you're done doing that, and you let Spider-Man come back for Homecoming too, the villain better not beat the score. No, Venom. Right? All right. So here's the thing. I don't think Spider-Man's going to be you know, Venom at all. He's probably going to be like here's, a couple scenes, but he ain't going to be Venom. Venom here's who I'm not going to pitch for your next villain. And you're going to listen to me and you're going to be very pertinent about this, right? Very important. Okay. That you get the hunter for this. Oh, yeah, they already have him on. Uh, oh, they yeah. already have him as, like, slated. Like, it's either Craven or Mysterio. Nah, if it's not I'm Craven. I'm sure Craven. Get Craven. Thank you. I don't even, uh, can we get Calypso to just sneak around there? Real quick? Just real quick? Just sneak around there, just, just, just a little bit, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Alright, I'm about to edit that part. Cause she with Craven, right? Cause I totally do it off on my dog. You said you barked on your dog? Yeah, I went off on him. Cause like, he's just walking around the kitchen, licking the floor, and I'm like, dude! What are you doing? Sometimes uh, you gotta put the floor, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, but, but back, back to the issue at hand. Perfection is perfected so the man don't understand. Um, we talking about Shocker. Are we moving no, on to Shocker? you talking about Shocker. Like, Alright, so let's go ahead and get on to him. Um, let's go ahead and get on to the Prowler. You wanna do that? Let's do that. Go ahead. I don't even think they're gonna make him the Prowler in this, movie, in this series, but go Here's ahead. The thing. If you saw the gleefulness in his eyes when they said anti-grav climbers, he's gonna be the problem. He may not, cause you gotta remember. Uh, they don't kill him. 
<laughs> Don't. Of course. Damn I'm I'm Damn I'm I'm Thank you for killing Donald Glover. Thank you. Stop it. They're not going to kill him. They're going to kill him. They have to. They're going to have to kill him. Because if he becomes a prowler, that becomes a backstory to Miles. Thus, they're going to have to kill him. Thank you. You just killed Donald Glover. Congratulations. Right there. I'm sorry, Donald. I'm sorry, Donald. You just killed him. Good job. Good job. And like the well, jacked up thing is, they would kill him before he actually even puts on the suit. Like it would be, it would be him a getting ready to. Type shit too. <laughs> Don't talk about him you know, becoming a prowler. Then he'll die either way. It just. Gross. Oh, all right. So, um, everybody was hyped about um, Donald Glover being in Spider-Man: Homecoming. I was hyped about Donald Glover being in Spider-Man: Homecoming because we um, were told that he's going to be the the actual un. Mass version of the prowler, like he was like just the guy, but he was like he he wanted to stick somebody up, as he said. But then, um, because he needed some weapons, and they were showing him some flashy weapons, and they were like, "This is the future." And he's like, "I just want a gun." And <laughs> and um, like, I want to shoot him back in time. Like, what do you? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to shoot him back in time. And then they were like, "We got anti mag, we got anti gravity climbers," and he was like, "Oh, you got what?" And he got hyped because he's a thief. Um, so Spider-Man, after he gets Karen, um, gets that gets his information and finds him because he lives in Queens, of course. And with him <laughs> living in Queens, he goes and confronts him. And um, let's talk about interrogation mode. <laughs> I thought that part was kind of funny. It was hilarious as fuck. So, um. I hope they never, because that was so, that was so, um, the Dark knight is <laughs> that was clearly a shot. Um, listen, only thing I gotta say about interrogation mode is that niggas die every day, right? What'd you say? So the only thing I gotta say about interrogation mode is that niggas die every day, right? Uh, you're right, you're right, so... So um, if you gotta kill him to get the information, you gotta kill him to get the information. People be dying in casually in Avengers anyway. No, 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 no. Interrogation, <laughs> you're thinking about, you're thinking about a first kill mode. Karen was like, yeah, 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 I'll turn on insta kill mode. He was like, whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, yeah, whoa. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. Interrogation mode is with the deep voice. He was yeah, like, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. You think about insta kill mode, because his eyes go, his eyes go red, strength gets enhanced. Cause she was so stuck on that. She was just like, let's just run the, let's just run the insta kill. Like, no, like the aggressive combat. Ain't no, ain't no like, coming back. Relax? Ain't no coming back from this. Everybody catching bullet holes. Relax. What is wrong with you? Like, damn. She was like, you want to turn on insta kill mode, Karen? Chill with the insta kill. <laughs> I done put on. A, she's one of those people you can't take nowhere. Mm. Baba. What? What? <laughs> what happened? What? You were saying? Uh, no, I was saying like she was she was ready to turn her insta kill mode. So yeah, um, yeah. back with um back with the prowler. So um the touching and endearing moment that I love from him was when he finally like kind of kind of leveled with Spider Man. He was like, "Yo, you told him to shoot somebody. You told him to shoot somebody else or whatever." It's like, "Thank you," because literally he was about to get shot. And Spider Man was like, "Yo, if you gonna shoot somebody, shoot me." And um like Cliff said like he does those jokes to kind of take himself away from like almost about to die because literally the guy was like oh, okay and tried to shoot him but he already flipped him by that time 
And um, uh, you said twit. Yeah, I said it. I you said, said it. I'm so proud of you, boy. I'm so proud of you. I could kiss you by the day you so So, so we um get back to the to the interrogation or whatever, and he goes, yeah. Um, he tells him the information or whatever, and Spider Man walks up like, I didn't tell you where to go though. Oh, he's like, you gotta get better at this part of the job, like interrogating people. <laughs> So then um, he goes, yeah, I don't want these, I don't want these weapons on my sp- in my neighborhood. I got a nephew that lives here, and I was like, thank you, Marvel, because we're gonna hark back to that. So what do y'all think about that? Since they've already ganked Miles of everything of his existence, how do y'all think they're gonna t- treat Miles if he gets old enough? You're, we already had this conversation. Marvel doesn't care about Miles. What are you talking about? Wait, isn't that? Aren't they doing some animated movie or something? Doing a TV show. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a TV on what, Disney XD? I think so. Yeah, huh? most likely, because that's what they're putting all their stuff right. in. You know, because it's not well, like they're already asking. Yeah, because yeah. they already have, like, another TV show that's airing right now, I believe. Yeah. Involving, they're, they're remodeling the Spider-Man again, but based off of the Homecoming... Movie. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. So yeah, yeah. They'll that'll be that'll be smart because they're thinking about doing. I think they already have it in production of Miss Marvel show, so they're going to probably try and tie all of that. Miss Marvel in. doesn't even have a show. She's a part of like an Avengers show. No, like no. They're going to give her her own solo cartoon because like Ant Man has these shorts that they've been doing or whatever. And like I, I've been, been I've been I've been saying this for forever. I was like, yo, just get the Miss Marvel show already. Like, are you serious? Is yeah, because she's in the Avengers on the on the new cartoon. Yeah, she, she is. I think she's getting her own show. I take it too long. Like, listen to me. I'm not saying stupid stuff. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Sometimes. Um. So that'd be dope. Um. So. Exactly. Do not fall asleep on us. I swear to God, I come to your house and beat you up. I will not. I'm, I promise you, I'm not gonna fall asleep. Uh, we are not a boring Marvel movie. I'm not playing. <laughs> all right, all right. So let's we're gonna get in the last part about this. So um, we've been screaming about it. So the third act, uh, I I I I want to talk about it or whatever. But um, oh, I almost forgot about this. The other heroes. So Iron Man's role in this movie was it like? Did you enjoy it, or did you like kind of get? Are you still? Are is everybody still sick of Tony? Um, I thought it was fine. Like that's what it should have been in Civil War, actually. Yeah, but we, we just didn't got have a, enough time to do that in Civil War. You mean like giving us less Tony? Oh, I thought you meant like giving us like Tony and Peter. Oh no 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 no! I meant like just less Tony. Like I thought. Oh, yeah, I yeah. really honestly thought the way this movie was being built that. Tony Stark was going to be there. It was going to be Iron Man 4 featuring Spider-Man Homecoming, but, like, I will say, like, he wasn't in it as much as I thought he was going to be. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe because of that... He wasn't in it as much. Like, he I don't know why I yeah, made that assumption. I saw a lot of people making that joke. I'm like, are y'all, are y'all serious right now? Yes! Cause Just because he's in all the trailers don't mean he's going to be in all of the movie, homie. Wonder Woman was in all of the trailers for Batman vs. Superman. She had, like, what, 30 seconds of screen time? What is wrong with y'all? the entire movie. Y'all tripping, man. Y'all acting brand new. Like, I never did, like, this is new to y'all and stuff. Like, the trailers were posting the good stuff, and then you watch the movie, and none of the good stuff is in the movie until you get to the trailer part. Stop dragging So we also saw another Avenger in the movie, though. We also saw another Avenger in the movie, and they're rumored that 
he may be the mentor in the next movie. Um, so what do y'all like? I I love Cap. I loved I loved all those fucking cameos that Cap did, especially that damn after credit scene. Um, are you saying are you saying Captain America is gonna be the mentor in the next? Yeah, movie? they're 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 saying that it's gonna be an Avenger that's no longer on the team is gonna be in the next one or whatever or something like something to that effect. Like it's gonna be somebody it's gonna be an Avenger gonna be that's gonna be his mentor in the next movie, and everybody's like, oh, it might be Captain America because they're saying he's not on the team or whatever something like that. He's not on the team right now. I mean, he's not going to be back on the team after you know, Infinity War. I'm calling it. It's going to be Hawkeye, which is terrible. But why, that's why, probably why, why do you think it's going to be Hawkeye? I don't know. Like I just, <laughs> no I just feel with Hawkeye whatsoever. I under, exactly, and that just feels like, like something they would do. do. I can feel it in my Shonda like that. Just, they're going to do. Just over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Captain America. Yeah, Clint walks in. I got kids. <laughs> You feel in my spirit, but no, I hope they don't do that. Please, God, don't do that. To be honest with you, it would be really good for it to be Hawkeye. Yeah, it would. but I'm just Jeremy Renner. Yeah, that's the boy though. Like, come on. Look, I get it, but exactly. So you get it. So you just have to question this. What? Yeah, just, nah, he's he broke off his yeah, arm. I'm, I'm over that. him, like as a oh, person. Oh, cold <laughs> <laughs> So, but no, um, it would make sense for it actually to be Hawkeye, though. As long as he doesn't use him as a shield like he used Quicksilver, like, we're good. Oh, don't you do <laughs> that. Quicksilver use himself as a shield, first and foremost. Quicksilver ran in, bullet, in front of those bullets on his own volition. <laughs> and he was mad slow about it. How dare you, when you run, normally speaking, everybody slow down. Even bullets stop moving in midair. You mean to tell me they shot bullets at you and you all of a sudden got hit by it? Come on, I'm not trying to hit him. He couldn't, like, knock those down. He couldn't catch them or anything. He could have done a hundred things. He could have caught them. He could have threw them. He could have run faster before the guy even started shooting at them, beat the guy, destroyed the helicopter, and ended that entire situation. Are you serious? There's a hundred things he could have done. Oh, I'm just going to run a hundred times slower than normal and then get killed by the bullets. Are you serious? Yeah. That was such a cop-out, Marvel. God, I hate you. But the thing is, here's the thing, though, like, they had him, (laughs) they had a scene with him in the final fucking Avengers team. But the the network are like are are um Disney loved that he took the bullet so much and they're like, Oh man, I didn't think you would kill him off. He was like, I didn't think I would either. Take that thing out of the scene. What? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Marvel, don't do any more Avengers movies, alright? After oh. Infinity War just be done. You cause you are trash. The first one was trash. The second one, trash. Civil War might as well just been an Avengers movie. That was trash too. This one's gonna be trash. You wanna know how I know it's gonna be trash? Oh. I'm gonna put all these characters in this movie that don't need to be in it, and if they else are gonna have to like either beat everybody or kill these two people, which you probably won't, and then after that he's gonna <laughs> die because you're gonna kill him off, and then all the stones are gonna go out of nowhere, then they're gonna fall into the plot holes, and we're never gonna talk about them ever again, and then it's gonna be trash. It's gonna be trash. It's so, trash. So here's one thing I, I wanna I wanna at least take away from Spider Man. Um trash. No, that that New York has a <laughs> has a big crime roster that apparently only Spider Man has been taking on, and Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Daredevil have not touched yet. Um, because like literally, like you have you can tell like if you're seeing the Shocker, and we see that we get Scorpion and the rest of the Sinister Six. So why haven't 
since he's going to be the guy on the ground, he's going to be the, the the guy who takes Doctor Strange's spot for the defenders and interacting with the Avengers and stuff like that. Like, why haven't they linked up yet, or why hasn't anybody had a crossover yet to where we see or get knowledge that the defenders are there and that the defenders put a couple of these people away in jail, something like that. Too early. Too early. Okay. It wouldn't be strategic if they did it now. I mean, it would be cool just to throw cameos out, like, like, subliminals, but uh-huh. it would have been too early because we're just getting we defenders. Got, we got a couple of those subliminals in, in what's it called, in um, Ant-Man with the little backstory thing, but like... That's what I'm saying. They could throw subliminals now, but it would still be too early because they're still kind of developing the on-the-ground scene anyway. So when okay. we get to defend this show and the Punisher after, you know, we'll, we'll get those and it will be good. But I think what they're trying to do is that they're trying to keep them roughly separate, but at the same time in the same universe to avoid having too much confusion. Because that's kind of an issue with comic books now is that... You know, you have characters just jumping in for crossovers, and you're like, who is this person? So unless you actually read that comic, then you don't know who this person is. So now you're stuck in this crossover arc that isn't really important to you because you don't really care about this new character. Okay. Understand. Yeah, that's very true. So, um, because we, we went off hard and long on this one, so, um, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and get into another break, and then we'll come back, we're going to finish up, um, we're going to talk about comic book diversity. And then from there, we will um, do our, well, you know, kick it on the block. <laughs> um, nice yeah, be back. See you guys after the break. Stay black. Hey, guys. Bobo's Block is now on Stitcher Radio, a new way to listen to your same old lovable fools. Get the app at the App Store or your Google Play Store today and keep up with the block. Come join me in the great crew at Geek Street Radio, where you can join me, your host, Cal Wu of Planet Wu, see the world of anime through my eyes. Selfish? I know, but it is my planet, Planet Wu, on Geek Street Radio. Hey guys, it's DJ Horace, your retired chill eagle and co-manager slash producer of Geek Street Radio. And I got a question for you guys. Do you guys love Geek Street? Do you love the shows and content we have for you? Well, if you do, we love doing it for you guys, so thank you and you're welcome. We've all pushed to make GSR the best place for everyone who's in the neighborhood, but we want to bring you more and we need your help. Geek Street has started a patron campaign. If you don't know what Patreon is, it's a crowdsourcing site that lets you, the fans, fund our favorite artists and hosts. With your patronage, Geek Street can continue to grow and put out more shows at a way better quality. But supporting doesn't take much. If you support with only a dollar, you can join the neighborhood, you know, becoming a part of something much bigger than yourself, and joining the Geek Street community. $3 will get you a GSR button, just like the friendly neighborhood nerd, and $20 can get you an exclusive Geek Street shirt straight from our Key Public store. So no matter how much you give, you will be supporting the future of radio and the nerd and geek community. It's very easy. All you got to do is go to patreon.com forward slash geek street and become a patient today. Thanks for listening. Get out there and support.
All right, guys. Thank you guys for joining us here in um, the Bobbles Block. It is me. I don't know why I said the Bobbles Block. I'm just it's late. Um, because he, <laughs> he used to say the Bobbles Block. I was there for that during that time. I did. You said the Bobbles. That's fucking yeah, Welcome back to the Bobbles Block. Yeah, you used to say it literally. That used to be your tagline. And then you just cut the bobble off and just call it the block. Yeah. I, all right. So. We'll get into that story one day. Um, but yeah, I was going to literally just call the show The Block after a while. They're like, no! I'm like, I can fucking change the name of my show, guys. You know that, right? No, you can't! Alright, whatever. Um, <laughs> so I just never changed the name of the show. So, um... <laughs> yeah, so... We want to talk about now... Um, this is a subject that I know Steph does regularly. Um... It's about diversity and representation within comic books. Um, we all know we had that that whole thing where Marvel's head of comic books was like, "Oh, diversity is what killed our our comic book sales." And, oh, you mean Square Enix? Huh? You mean Square Enix? <laughs> Good one. Um. Yeah. So that was that was a thing. He tried to say that because we wanted to see people who look like us in the comic books that people weren't buying comic books anymore. It's like, alright. I already set my reign on this. So I'm going to let y'all go get into this. If you guys, Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, listen to um, Do I Have To? Um, and you'll hear my whole rant about that. About this. So I want to let you guys talk about how y'all feel about this subject or how Marvel... In particularly, and DC as well too, um, the big guys are handling diversity in comic books. I don't like the good old boys club. It's just like so. I feel like it's probably a lot harder to not be inclusive. Uh huh. It's like that's just the world that we live in. Like we literally live in a country where. Like, I mean, it's really hard to, like, go outside and then not see somebody else that doesn't necessarily look like you. Yeah. Maybe you live in the hood. So, um, yeah, it's just, that's crazy to me. And it's a cop-out, and it's just, like, for one, if you guys are doing these books that are, quote-unquote, diverse, but you're not putting good writers on them, then who, like... I don't want it just because you the character looks like me, but the story is shit doesn't mean that I'm going to continue to support it. Comics are expensive. Three ninety nine, forty ninety nine for you know, just something you pulled out of your ass so that you can quote unquote shut folks up like you can keep it. So I am if anything, if you wanna say that bullshit diversity is not selling for us, then go ahead and say that with your chest, but to say that diversity is bringing you all down is ridiculous. Like, diversity has been keeping you afloat, because guess who else buys comics other than straight white males? Everybody else. Literally everybody else, like black women, (laughs) Hispanic women, well, people of color in general. Um, I have a, I have, I have a little Padawan because I don't have kids or whatever. But I have like, well, like kids I mentor, so she's my Padawan. But she getting into comics now, and it's a good time for her to get into comics because there's so much that I can show her and show her people that look like her. Because um, this girl legitimately looks like Moon Girl. She looks like when she looks like Miss Lafayette from head to toe. 
and she is so inquisitive and she's just like she's dope she has like this whole little thing she does and me and her talk comic like she's literally legitimately getting to the art styling of comic books and she's asking me questions about these illustrators and inkers and stuff like that so like I'm just uh, so yeah so she wants to um, when she found Moon Girl it was literally that epitome of that moment that we all have been talking about because she was like oh my god Bobo she looks like me and I was like that's literally all I want I want kids to pick up a comic and be like yo they look like me and it didn't click for a lot of, uh, for a lot of the stuff or whatever that people would say until I tell people like either that story or that they see her when she's reading Moon Girl and she's just like oh and now she she makes sure she wears her hair in like a little puff or a ponytail and like she loves wearing like her glasses and she she's like just trying to do crazier and like more dope stuff with her art and like it's just I'm so happy to see like the world of comic books inspiring kids again. Especially kids I know. So, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. I'm guessing this is where I interject, yeah, right? Yeah, you're in the jet. <laughs> and you should have played right. my dreams, but it's cool. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that guy tonight. Okay, um, I'll, t- I'll, tell, I'll tell my mom. <laughs> we gotta have a conversation with your mom, bro. <laughs> my mom doesn't like him. For literally one episode, he said something that me and him argued about. So like, I don't like that DJ Horace. I don't know why you let him run the <laughs> network with you. I'm like, Mom, chill. That's I'm not that bad. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm not a big person on representation. I'm a good person on good writing and good storytelling. Mm-hmm. So personally, I don't care if it's black, white, whatever the case may be. But I do think representation is important because... You know, the idea that you can, you know, see someone that you can use as a representation for you in that character means that you know, it, it uplifts you as a person to know that you are part of what we consider is cool. Because we all consider superheroes cool. So, you know, if we can see ourselves as superheroes, then we can see ourselves being superheroes, whether we have the powers or not. And, you know, I had that issue with uh, Static Shock, and I always thought that there was no... I didn't see any black... You know, characters until I saw Static Shock and Kids WB, and I was like, what? Black superhero that also shoots electricity out his hands? Oh! Oh, DJ Horace. Oh! That's, all, that's the only superpower that black people have, of course. Don't worry. You, you, you know, it's funny because you know, a lot of people was like, oh, well, no, that's a bad thing. I'm like, not really because it's all depends on perspective. So there's the one side where we're like, oh, well, black people can't be anything else but have. You know, like your superpowers. I'm like, yeah, but you also have to understand that black people is also very united. So the fact that we have this running trend where our characters all have electric, you know, electric powers, it just shows how united we can be, despite the fact that we're literally separated from different comic book verses. So and I'm like, if, and it also shows that we live. You know, even even across from just you know American comics, you also have a manga where Naruto, like the entire village hidden in the cloud, are all, all black. Yeah. All black. Yeah. All right. You're not going. Oh man, look at all these. This village of black people shooting electricity. This is so lame. They just keep you know stereotyping us. No, you're like this is lit. Like in this we land of Japan, there's an entire black 
clan. Like, a whole black clan, and they all shooting electricity. You're like, yo, this is lit. So I'm like, yo, so perspective, you know? Perspective. It's all about perspective. We just need, if you keep looking for the negative perspective involving all things black, of course you're going to find it. And that's what makes black people so bitter, because you're always looking for something bad. You just got to enlighten each other more often, because, you know, being black is good. We, we have all the fun stuff. Just start to enlighten each other more often, because this is ridiculous. Like, come on. But at the end, at the end of time, you know, at the end of the day, representation is very important. You know, getting to see characters like Luke Cage, you know, getting to see characters like Black Lightning, you know, represent us as very powerful black characters. You know, it just showcases that you know even we as black people can be very cool. Because we're, to be honest with you, we're at the bottom of the food chain. Everybody hates us, so you know, just I just start enjoying the stuff that we had. You know, that's why I think Black Panther is a very good very pinnacle character for black people because it's like yeah you could hate me but I'm still kind of the strongest out of most of you so fuck with your boy okay so um I don't know we, we all talk about it because it's a big pertinent like thing like the cancellations with Marvel's comics like they're, can- they're canceling they've already canceled two Black Panther titles with rumor of like no no future for any other more like I haven't heard anything about like Tanahasi putting out any secondary Black Panther titles after the crew is done and after well War of Wakanda is done now right because like, I think they didn't renew it for July but see that's the thing um from the source that I heard and actually somebody who works on the book like it was only supposed to be six issues to so begin with like it was always limited from the beginning? Yeah, like it was always limited. Now, so that's that where I'm kind of like confused. The way that they did it, I thought it was yeah. going to be like a deep, entrenching story, like, and it was going to give us like a an actual like running, a running comic book alongside of Black Panther that doesn't need him. If it was supposed to be six issues from the jump, just go ahead and give me the one out of six, the two out of six on the on the little corner. Just tell me so I know that I I will be sad in a little bit. There was no um, need for that book, to be honest with you. There was no need for that book. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I mean, what enjoy it because it gave like, you a different perspective on the Dermalage, as in like you know, you know of them and you've seen them and you've seen one of them turn into a supervillain before, but like you don't get their modern adaptation motivation or why they are the way they are. Why did they decide to leave? Um, T'Challa and go do their own thing like it gives you so much more of them like um, there was another one I think you were telling me about it or whatever about um, the Amazons out of here the Amazons and that that's another one in that light of like oh these are characters that you know of you see them but you don't really know their story I, and that's something I really I, wanted from like the War of Black, because we know all of Batman's rogue galleries, their side stories and all this stuff like that. We know what's happening with, like, um, if we want to be Marvel, like, Captain America, their yeah, side stories, like, Serpentine, but, like, you, you don't get a deeper dive into the world of Black Panther, and you don't, and it's got to be a different perspective of seeing it from an outsider's view, and that I would really enjoy, especially with, um, with Roxanne writing, writing the way that she was, like just giving that story life the way that it had been. So if it was supposed to be six issues, I'm glad I'll go ahead and make sure that I get that trade. 
<laughs> so I can have it in my collection. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know. No, but, it's, it's definitely something worth talking about because that's my biggest issue with Marvel in comparison to DC, which is something that I think DC has locked down. Is that DC has a really good way of linking its comic books without actually making it a crossover. So it's like, you know, you could be reading, like, I don't, I'm, when we were reading um, The Change with uh, with Batman, where Bruce Wayne lost his memories, and then we had oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Gordon becoming. So they have given us, oh, we are Robin's book, which plays in the same universe, where yeah. we still have you, Robo you Batman. Jim. In the suit yeah. and stuff like that, you you have them, yeah. But it's not a tie-in. And then when you read, you know, when you read Jim Gordon's Batman run, you know, they talk about the Robins, but you know, you don't have to throw them in there to make it to be a crossover. So, I'm like, if they they keep their world connected without actually pushing yeah, it into like, a crossover, now, so you don't have um, all these characters. Because in the world of Batman now, it's stuff going on. But if you jump over to Young Animal, you have Mother Panic set in the same universe, same timeline. But it's a totally different side of Gotham that you ever see. Yeah, and they advertise yeah. each other. Like, like that's, that's what I think is such a good thing with DC is that they literally always advertise each other. And now with the Rebirth comics, at the end of every comic, they have an advertisement for another book or at least a series of books. So they they've been pushing the young animals. They've been pushing it so hard, and they've been pushing for every new big issue that comes out. The Dark Titans, they were pushing that for like seven, you know, seven books. They weren't even read they were, And they weren't even a, a thing yet. <laughs> you, it wasn't even a thing yet. We just started the Lazarus contract. And like, well, this was at the end of that. So as soon as you're done with that, you can jump onto this. Yeah, you don't even read Deathstroke. <laughs> you don't even read Deathstroke. But you might read it now. Because you, you know, you're going to read it now. Like. <laughs> you know I'm saying? Like, all this advertisement is so important. And on top of that, they, keep, they make sure all the books are relevant to each other. So it's like... You know, you might get some bibles from other books that you, if you read other books, you so happen to be one of those people who like to read other books. If you, you're reading all the advertisements, then you see all the tie-ins that they're secretly giving to you. Marvel doesn't give a damn; they'll just throw a character in there just for the sake of throwing it. Like, like Deadpool in the middle Novas. of Riri's book. You know, he was just in there, and they got the Novas all over the place. They ain't nobody talking about when they came back or whatever. They're just there. Like, hey, we Novas and stuff. We technically still in the stink when you when you read the Nova book. You read the Nova book, he's like, oh, it's just me and. My boy Richard Wright, yeah, just came back. That's it. Just, it's just the two us, of us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, that I didn't understand. I actually wish that that would have been the case for World of Wakanda. Like, it just would have been its own separate thing and not just, yeah. like, some piggyback tie-in to Black Panther because, like, again, comics are expensive, so I shouldn't have to pick up this book, that book, and that trade in order to, like, you know, know what's going on in this one book that's supposed to be quote-unquote separate, like, tie-ins make things expensive, like, keep it in the same whatever, but at the same time, like, I shouldn't have to read that run in order to understand what's going on in this book for this totally different character. Yeah. Exactly. So, but that that does help me a lot, knowing that, like, someone said, like, oh, it was only supposed to be six issues. That's that's a lot better. Yeah. I feel a lot better about it because like it was literally like I was looking for it and then like the next I think it was June it was just not there. It was just not on the now, list. I will I was say like, that's a short set on Marvel though because um, with Black Panther the movie coming out and it could have been it look, a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, like them, you know, ending both worlds of kind and also the crew. Even though I had my feelings on the crew, um, mm-hmm. but like, it was still a needed book. Like, it was still a needed book. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, exactly. Just because, you know, and that's another thing. Just because it's not for you doesn't mean that it's not needed. So, with that said, like, they could have... I mean, Squirrel Girl is still going on. And I think she only moves, like, maybe 11,000 books or something like that. And it's still going, and I just... And this Thank is the, the for... new squirrel girl. I, just, I, I, I'm, I, I love, just... I, I love different books, and I love different art styles. I just not feeling that the the unstoppable squirrel girl. No, I'm not trying it. I'm just like, uh, no, thank you. It literally, it's literally okay, okay, I can't read that Marvel right now. Yeah, I tried that. I um, unfortunately, no, I just I couldn't. Yeah. I, I like the art actually too, but yeah, it, it was, was good in cartoon, yeah, definitely. Yeah, super, yeah. yeah, super good. And I think like um, no, no, no. I think her show is gonna be live action. Yeah, I think they're gonna do a live action version of Squirrel Girl and the Runaways or something like that. For what? Money? <laughs> oh yeah, for money. You know yeah, what? Squirrel Girl doesn't have that big of like. I'm about to go there and mad black woman. So let's let's not, cause okay. like I can't. Cause somebody mentioned like Monica Rambeau might get introduced in Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm like they better they better not because if they do that because they're in the quantum realm. Like I feel like they're just gonna gloss over her origin story. They will. And I know everybody's tired of origin stories, but no, legit for her that origin story actually is a good one. It was. So. No, I think we're tired of origin stories where it's super convoluted just so we could talk about all the backstory that we're trying to do. Which is why I thought Doctor Strange was such a good movie and Ant-Man was such good movies because, yeah, the backstory is there, but we put the backstory with the plot. So it's like, yeah, yeah there's an origin sense. story. Yeah. So it's like, it's it, it flows better this way. Which is why I told people, like, you know, it's good to watch mom movies now, especially for characters that you aren't really used to because... Yeah having to go back to read their books you know a lot of these characters are like 30 40 years old and you know what you gonna do read the comics from scratch like, i'm not gonna do that that's like over 200 issues of your time that's like asking me to go back and what, 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 what was, oh yeah that's asking me to go back and read inhumans comic books like, you're not gonna do it you're not gonna do it you're not gonna do it simple like you're not gonna do it we gave up. We no, that's me. You should try to go back. No, you're not. Don't don't you should me. You know how many times that that book got. Come on. I know, but like there are some issues that you could go back and say. That's I mean, good. Yeah, that, I mean, like there, like if you have like a general knowledge of the X Men, you want to recommend X Men books that you feel like are good. Then fine. Like how's the end? You need to go read that. Fine. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. good. But if you're talking about, oh, if you want to know about the X-Men because you've never read the X-Men, you have no idea who the X-Men are, here's what you need to do. And I'm no, just like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But, I rather really um, recommend the show than that. The animated show. An animated show. That's just go watch that. There Basically. you go. There's your homework. If you can't so watch I wanna, that, I go touch watch this one thing before we, before we get into the outros. So, um, I haven't talked with him about DJ Horace, but I want to see what he says about it, too. Um, how do y'all feel about them... Retconning Nubia? I don't know if you guys heard about this. So, um, in the comics now, Wonder Woman wasn't made with Nubia. She has a twin right. brother. Oh, so I already ranted about that. And I was just like, Marvel doesn't care about black women. At all. Because, uh, like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Why? Yeah. Who gives a damn about? I mean, and somebody well actually mean without knowing that I was aware that the brother pops up um, 
Is it in the new 52? He randomly pops up as some like it's not like far out of left field. Like he does exist in some run, but I'm just like, but why would you not? Why would you not include Nubia, whose exactly. backstory is super convoluted, confusing, and a for real treasure hunt? Like just redo that. Why not? So yeah, it's 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 gonna be yeah, it's gonna be uh, a whole yeah. I don't get upset about retcons anymore because it's like. But that was a whole person. <laughs> oh, with me, it's with me, it's like if you're gonna retcon somebody, you gotta do a good job of replacing it. The issue with a lot of people is that when they do the retcons, they do it so sloppily. So it's like that's why it's so frustrating. Like you you retcon it, and you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Like with the rebirth of DC rebirth, the retconning of a lot of stuff that happened in New Fifty Two, they did their best to retcon that situation. So with that, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna let you guys go now. But you know, there are certain situations like the Secret Wars retconning is like it's the most ugliest thing. Like Miles got his whole family now, and his whole family is still alive. His life is freaking great. So yeah. all the stuff that happened in his ultimate. But here's the thing: here's the thing they're on. doing. They're saying it's two miles now. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, they're like in the next Spider-Man book. They're like, who is this new Miles? <sighs> so I'm not even gonna speculate. Still out there, all fucked up. I'm not even gonna speculate on that because if anything, they're probably gonna retcon that Miles and he's gonna die. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> like you already know what's gonna happen. We're just gonna throw this in for an arc. We're going, we're going, we're going Rick and Morty the fuck out of this. Just. Kill them, bury them, and then you—you're the new Miles. Like that's the reason why they brought Kane back. I know he's gonna die at this point. I'm no, no, Kane—he he has a purpose now. Like nah, him he's and die. him he and Ben are going to die. No, they're there. For, he's there just for the book. That's all he is. He's there for so they we got some some little you know angsty you know clone to clone drama going on. But the moment he's dead, we're just gonna keep talking about that. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is. They do that for every character. Like, they're going to do it again. Watch. I'm not surprised. The banner's back. Like, I don't even want to kill people no more. You know what I'm saying? You know what? They're bringing it back just for story plot reasons. Like, you know this. Like, this this is not something that's a surprise ball. So, like, yo, if they're going to retcon somebody, you know why they're doing it. They're doing it just for the sake of so they can throw them in later. Watch. Yeah, so I don't know what they're doing with with Miles, but apparently there's two of them. Um, So, I think that's what they're going to try to explain why his family's alive and why everything's Trash. going so good with his life and shit. So, yeah, it's not all miles. Trash. So, I'm about to wrap up this show real quick. Michael Bendis, stop writing Spider-Man, stop writing every damn book, take a break. Come back in three years, you can start writing again. After you know, that talk to? Yeah, like, just, just take a break, come back, you might start doing better writing. That's first and foremost. Marvel, please, I swear to God, if Infinity War is trash, I'm, I'm literally, I mean literally, boycotting all your shit from there on. That's it. I'm boycotting into the next Spider-Man movie. Sam, I fucking dare you, boy. I will, I will, I will Don't stream all your movies, please. boy. I will stream all your movies. If Infinity War is garbage, you jack up Thanos after all that hype. I'm, I'm boycotting all your movies, straight up, straight up, and hands down, it's gonna happen. I'm just happy hands they didn't put an Infinity, Infinity Stone in this movie, so. I can't wait on it to pop up. I was, I was dead. I dead for sure. Like thought it was gonna be one of those damn Chitari cores. It's gonna turn into a Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! That would have been overkill to be honest. It would have been so much overkill. It wouldn't have, but you know how much like that movie would have been like another half an hour or forty-five minutes longer just because they did that. <laughs> 
Just um, because. Because then they got to talk about the stone. And then they got to make references to the other stone. So you got a whole other story arc just to talk about that. Yeah. Forget the bullshit. We got to talk about this stone because the next movie coming out is going to be big. So. Alright. So, um, yeah, that's going to be able to do it for us here. Um, let's go ahead and um, kick it into the shameless plug. So, Steph, this is part of the show where we get all unhumble and we like tell about all the dope stuff that we're doing where to find us and all that good things okay okay well because right, so, um, um, <laughs> he'll never have that going on and he quit so DJ Horace what up with yes. you it's summertime so there's nothing up with me alright there's no plugins for the rest of the summer I'll see you on September goodbye <laughs> <laughs> let me keep this quick um, so after y'all listen to this you can go subscribe to my podcast, Lemonade Podcast, Missing Nice Uninformed Afro, and also Let Go Let Flow, all three of those. Um, you can also go to Patreon where I'm probably gonna start doing recaps of Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. So you did our um, Iron, Iron Fist recaps and it was by the same as what me and me and Ninja Horns were. <laughs> I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. So check that out and of course it's patreon.com backslash um the lemonade podcast and that's it and I might be writing a comic who knows might see that Ooh. soon so that's, that's I, we'll support it 10 out of 10 read it again yes hey um so yeah I'll put all her links and everything in the comment section below um so you guys know me friendly neighborhood nerd the Bobo you can find me here on Bobo's block um, we are on iTunes and Stitcher and you guys will be able to listen to us here on Podomatic and also Google Play I believe um, check out the rest of the Geek Street family you guys know geekstreetradionet.wordpress.com is the blog um, we will be launching the Geek Street Radio website soon um, we want to give a big thank you and shout out to all of our Patreon supporters who are the ones who are here um, for us and they gave us a sponsorship for the show um, we should be having another dope things going on, so um, you guys be on the lookout for that. We have started up um, our nerd networking platform. Um, it's going to be Skynet. Our welcome to Skynet, Skynet Saturdays, so if you guys see um, the events that we have going out for that, please, please, please get with me. Um, I'll put the post the links to the event and everything. Um, please come out. I'd love to meet you guys. I love for you guys to meet all my friends, so... Or don't. Good, I mean, who's we'll, we'll stopping you if you don't? Yeah, we will. Um, so, blogs are bad. We're going to be back there. We'll be back there. Um, other shows. You guys, funny thing, I recorded the Gadget Glop, but I didn't like it, so I'm going to re-record it. <laughs> So yeah, that's gonna be a thing. Don't worry, I'll get I'll get back on him every week. I'll come oh, back yeah, to yeah, life. Yeah. I, I literally have a whole show, a whole episode of Gadget Clown, but I just didn't like it. Um, so trying to think of anything else. Um, support don't our T Public store. T Public, don't forget to check out our Patreon. Yeah, don't forget to check out our Patreon. You heard the bumper, heard the commercial during the breaks or whatever. Um, guys, we love you. I know you love us give us money? I don't know. I don't want to be rude. But yeah. Um, it's always weird like telling people, subscribe to my Patreon. It's basically just like, just give me money. But it's supporting us in the becoming a better podcast network and to be a better platform for you guys. So that's all we're really about. Um, 
We are tired of doing it for free, so help us do it not for free, so we can do it more often. Because I know for damn sure you don't like doing work for free, so like we do, we also don't like doing work for free, despite the fact that we end up doing work for free anyways. So, it wouldn't hurt to just kind of just pay us, to be honest with you. And I... Like I said, we have many levels. You guys will be able to do that. Or you can give us money through our T Public store. Um, we have shirts, um, we have stickers, mugs, everything's available. Um, tpublic.com forward slash geek dash street. Um, that, yeah, so that will be where you can find us there. Again, all links will be below in the description. Um, probably just to, I don't know, kind of help Steph out, I probably will put this on SoundCloud as well, too, because. We have Ooh. a SoundCloud. I just never use it. I only listen to stuff on it. I can't wait for you to hit the limit and start having to delete stuff. Right? I actually got to move from SoundCloud because they got that stuff going on. So, oh, um, you right. Like, go let flow. Yeah. Maybe Speaker or something. I don't know. I'll figure yeah, it out Speaker's nice. Um, yeah. Speaker's nice. I know um, Stitcher is pretty good. I guess it goes straight with our RSS feed or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah, it's just some stuff out there. But yeah, um, that should be it for us here. So from, oh, I'm going to, oh, okay. yeah, your horse here, so she'll catch it. So for me, your friendly neighborhood nerd, the Bobo. And me, your show legal DJ Horace. Oh, sorry, did I mess it up? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this always sorry. It's cool, it's cool. We get up every time. Every time. <laughs> every time. Uh, I should have known. It's okay, it's late. Um, so, we'll do it. For me, your friendly neighborhood nerd, the Bobo. And me, your chill eagle, DJ Horace. And me, Steph, I will. Alright, thank you guys for kicking on the block. Hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful day, night, whatever it is. Day, <laughs> Bye, night. I toss and turn into...